friends. Welcome to Chit Chats and Cold Brew. This is your host, Nicole. And Kelsey. Just dropping in to remind you that today is a brand new day, which means it's the perfect day for a fresh start. So let's establish our goals together and take the first step to create the lives that we're dreaming of. With that being said, let's dive into another chit chat. Welcome to the episode. Yes. Welcome to the episode. Kelsey, how are you doing? You know what? I'm good. I am good. I feel like this weekend slash Monday has just really blended together and I am feeling like I am ready for a very long, long sleep. Um, Well, we are recording on a Monday and we usually record Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. Yes. So. (laughs) So we are definitely like still living in last week. For real. I'm like stuck (laughs) in last week and I'm going to break free from last week soon because I'm ready to roll into the next week. But how are you? You know, I, I, you know, I'm not really sure. (laughs) Um. I feel like just with the pandemic and working from home for March will be a year, I am just mentally exhausted. Right. And it's it's kind of been taking a toll on me lately, which I told you about. Yeah. And I am really working on trying to feel better. So, you know, I'm just, I'm, doing a coloring page right now I'm trying to keep it cool keep it relaxed yes but inside my brain is like melting yeah I how's how's your mental health (laughs) I feel like you know what I was having this conversation today like I think I just need a moment Maybe a day. I don't know. I just need no. a moment to just really sit in silence and, like, really, like, not even just sit in silence and think. Like, literally silence my brain. So, like, a good meditation session because yeah. I just feel tired, but I haven't really done anything. You know that, like, when you have a really unproductive day? And at the end of it, you're like, I'm so tired. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's my problem. But I also have, like, 9 billion assignments to be doing for grad school, plus my job, plus my internship. And, like, they're all manageable within themselves. But, like, big picture, it's a lot. So I yeah. think I'm trying to just come up with a good time to just kind of silence and relax I read this really great thing the other day and it was um I think a girl posted about like her counselor what her counselor said and her counselor said that when your mental health is affecting your physical health you need to treat yourself like you're sick and you need to like drink that tea go to bed early rest and recuperate And I feel like that's where I'm at. I just need a glass of tea and I want to lay in bed like I have a cold and just chill. Yeah, I feel that. See, for me, I don't even think it's like a couple of minutes or a day off. Like, I feel like I can't catch my breath. Like, I'm just constantly going. And even if I take 
a couple of days off of work like it's it's just not enough right for what I actually feel like I need like I need like to pause and just like be but that's not realistic so I've been trying to figure out ways that I can combat this feeling without literally pausing my life like that's you know that's what's so frustrating about having like the way that our jobs are set up in this society is like I get a specific amount of PTO per year which is lovely I get a substantial amount of PTO and I'm extremely lucky compared to some people however it's difficult because I feel like I need more time right now than I have available right so there's nothing I can do right and it's in mental health is not something that you can take like paid family leave for unless you have like an inpatient stay so here I am struggling and trying to figure out how to fix myself my emotional state my mental state but I don't have many options and I have to just keep showing up every day because they don't really have a choice Right. You know what I mean? So it's been a struggle, but, you know, at the same time, I tell myself every day when I wake up that I have a job and I have an income and I have a house and family and friends. And I I need to remember that and be grateful for that. And I try to remind myself of that. Yeah. Because as much as I'm struggling, I do have it better than a lot of people. And I need to just try to focus on the gratitude. Right. So that's what I've been trying to do at least. Yeah. But I also think it's super important to kind of recognize when you are feeling like you're in this rut and like actively doing work to get yourself out of it. And sometimes like I know the idea of like work and going to your job just feels so crucial, but I also am a super big advocate on just, like, you need to get the help you need when you need it. And I feel like, like, it might just be reaching out to people. And we had this conversation last time. Like, sometimes it's just a matter of, like, me texting somebody just to, like, say it. Like, I'm feeling this yeah. way and this is what I am feeling. And I'm not asking you for a resolution, but I am asking you to, like like, talk through it with me, and that's the part that's hard, though, is because, like, and, and it's weird, because we're in this weird phase where, like, there's so many things we should be grateful for that we have, or that it's working well for us, but, like, I think sometimes it can be toxic to minimize what we're experiencing, because we know someone else might have it worse, yeah. Like, I think it's important to just recognize where you are in your moment. And right in your moment, it might be the worst you're feeling. And yeah. owning that and getting help for that or reaching out to someone that you trust, that, like, that's the hard part. But I do feel like sometimes it's more work to not go to work. And it's more stress and anxiety to not go to work in order to help my like if I'm not feeling mentally that great so it's just like this constant cycle of like trying to figure out how to get yourself out of a rut 
while still trying to maintain the life that you need to live and like keep keep going through that cycle but I will say one of the biggest things that has helped me is like I I've had to create like a cutoff time with like work and school and all of that because I was like working till I went to bed going to bed waking up starting my work again and it just felt like the days were just kind of blending together and nothing I wasn't doing anything like nothing to kind of like focus me and center me because life passes by so fast and then you add the layer in of working from home and it feels like every day just kind of goes together so yeah it all just blends together yeah I mean I think so the focus of our episode today is how to get through a rut and you know how to get through a low phase of your life because I feel like for everybody your life moves in ebbs and flows it's ups it's downs there's good times there's parts where things get bumpy and difficult um and just kind of learning how to navigate through that and stay as healthy as possible through all of that is something that we all need to try to focus on. And it's not something that you always remember when you're going through it. So thinking about it before you enter one of those periods and maybe having a plan is substantial and it could really, you know, change the way that you look at your situation if you are going through a hard time. So since I'm going through a hard time right now, we thought that this would be a good time. And especially also because the whole world's going through a hard time. Right. So um, a few things that I've been doing other than just like reminding myself in the morning, the things that I can be grateful for is really focusing on my physical health. So different aspects of that, um, like movement, nutrition, stuff like that. But the number one thing that I've been focusing on is sleep. So I think that just some of this stems from exhaustion and taking on too much and just being on all day, every day. So I, I wake up and I'm parenting and then I'm working and parenting and then I'm done working, but I'm still parenting. And I do that all by myself. So just being on all of the time, but then also in the, in my spare time, having a second job, having dreams, having goals, having aspirations, like all of that stuff is taxing. And then if you add staying up too late or waking up too early and just not getting the proper rest for a long period of time, I think it catches up to you. So I I think that that's where this starts is being run down, being exhausted, and then, you know, events happen or emotions happen and they just build on to that exhaustion. So the first thing I started with and I'm still doing is going to bed early enough so that I can get at least eight hours of sleep just because I feel like I need to catch up and I really need to wake up feeling rested. And I also have been wearing my Fitbit to bed because it tracks your sleeping patterns. Right. So I wanted to see, like, am I actually getting restful sleep while I'm asleep? And I noticed, because it does, like, your blood oxygen saturation, I noticed that, like, in the first three to four hours of sleep, my oxygen saturation was increasing and spiking at, like, different times, which correlated with my, like, awake times. 
So I was waking up for a few times in the first few hours of my sleep. Right. Which indicates it's not that restful. So I looked it up and it pretty much indicates that there's like some type of issue with breathing while you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. But it's not all night. I don't think that it's something like diagnosable. So I filled my humidifier. I cleaned it out. I got a new filter for it. I put it right next to my face, like a foot away from my face. And I went to the store and I got those nasal strips that you put on top of your nose. Yeah. I did it for three nights in a row. I looked at the app all three mornings. Yeah. And all of those variations were gone. That's so crazy. Yeah. It's so cool. So I feel like I'm starting to get a little bit more restful sleep and I'm focusing more on sleeping longer. Yeah. So hopefully that will start the healing that needs to be happening. Yeah. (laughs) No. And I like, I swear that your sleep in addition to your gut health, but your sleep has such a profound impact on your mental health yeah. because like I've gone through two seasons of life and I'm currently trying to work through this current season but my old season of life would be like I would stay up super late and then try to get up super early because I just felt like I needed to be like using every minute of the day and if I was getting like too much sleep or that eight hours of sleep like I was wasting time Mm-hmm. getting things done and so I had to work through that but then this past year I to- made like this total 180 where I literally could sleep for 12 hours like I could go to bed at seven and be like I'm good to go like not missing out on the world but then what I what's happening is because I was going to bed so early that I'm waking up all night long because my body wasn't ready to go to bed and now mm-hmm. I'm not getting restful sleep so I've tried to, like, maximize, like, healthy boundaries. So, like, when I start my nighttime routine and when I get into bed and then, like, the steps I take so that I can move towards restful sleep. But I definitely think, like you were saying, you kind of have to figure out what might be the cause of your hindering your sleep. So, Mm -hmm. like, for me, I got too comfortable in a pattern of sleeping way too much. So now it's, like... It's like I'm sleep training like a baby. Like, I got to figure out how to, like, maximize healthy sleep while not sleeping too much. Where, like, you were able to use your Fitbit and you were like, okay, this is what's hindering my sleep. Here are some solutions. So, I do think, like, making sleep a priority is so important Mm -hmm. because it just... And it quickly adds up, like, for me, if I don't get a good night's sleep, that's all I think about during the day, is, like, I'm so tired, I didn't get a good night's sleep, and then it just kind of, like, perseverates, and then I'm, like, by 6 o'clock, I'm, like, I need to go to bed because I didn't get a good night's sleep last night, and I'm worried I'm not going to get a good night's sleep again. Well, and I feel like when I'm tired, I'm just not as good at managing stress, Um, Like, my patience is just way different when I'm tired. Oh, for sure. Um, And I just, you're just not as mentally strong. Like, so when things happen during the day or things go wrong, you know, you're late to work and then you drop your coffee and you you slip on the ice. Like, when those days happen where those things just keep going wrong and you're tired, you're just not mentally strong enough to be able to work through it. And I think that's where, like, I crack. And I think a lot of people could relate to that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 
And I think the other, like, for me getting out of a rut is, like, having boundaries. Because it's so easy to say yes to doing a lot of things and constantly feeling like you need to be on top of things. But sometimes you just have to, you get to a point when you're like, all right, like, I don't need to say yes to everything. I don't need to get everything done today. And Mm -hmm. kind of, like, being okay with boundaries because I know it's not easy. And, like, I fully admit I must say yes to everything. Yeah, like, I just, I fully admit that I tend to just over kind of, I over say yes to a lot of things. And then I am, like, miserable about it. Because those aren't the things Mm -hmm. I want to be doing or I just feel like this isn't how I want to spend my free time or if it's at work and, you know, I have a lot of other things going on. It just adds to your stress. So being able to create those healthy boundaries and like for me, it's a work in progress. Like sometimes I need to backtrack a little, like I'll say yes and then I'm like, you know what? No, like I thought about it and I just, I... It won't be my very best because I just, I don't want, either don't have the energy to do it or it's just not where I am, where I feel like it's a priority to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think sometimes we glamorize being busy and it's not, it's not always helpful. Right. Well, and then you're so busy, but yet your body is sitting there giving you all of these signs that you need to slow down, like me this past week um, I ended up going to the doctor's office because I was having these weird pains and sensations in my head which ended up being tension headaches and like that doesn't just come from nowhere and I've never had these before but it's like my body is telling me you're doing too much you need you need to take a break Mm -hmm. but I'm just over here like I need to be a mom I need to do this I need to go here I need to like do all of these things Right. Yeah. How am I going to continue to do all of these things for the rest of my life if I'm not stopping to take care of my body? Right. So that's really, that was kind of like the wake up call that I was like, wow, I need to really rest. You know, do you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, no. And I, I think one of the big things is like, you have to understand that. Like, if you feel like you're in a rut, then you have to identify, like, where you feel that you can make the most progress to get yourself out of the rut. And for us, we identify it's our rest. Like, if it's out of control that we're not sleeping well or we're um, kind of over saying yes to things, you kind of slow down and you think, okay, what in my rest? And it might be a matter of not even just your night's sleep. For some people, rest might be not going out every day. For some people, their rest might be not working out every morning at 5 a.m. Like, you have to make decisions that are going to actually provide you rest that you feel is suitable for you. Yeah. Well, and now that you bring up, like, working out in the morning. So, that was the one thing that my mom had pointed out. She's like, well, you've been working out a lot. Like, you work out a few times a week. You do hard workouts. Like, do you think that that's taking a toll? And I'm like... This is crazy to me because you're supposed to move your body and I'm working so hard to move my body. But at the same time, I don't think that it's the workouts. It I think that it stems back to staying up too late and then 
maybe not eating enough food during the day and then expecting my body to be able to continue to do these workouts. Right. So not only like paying attention to rest and making sure like if I do have to go to the gym in the morning that I am getting a full quality sleep, but also paying attention to nutrition because it's so easy for me when I'm feeling this way to usually not eat enough food. Um, I'll just drink a bunch of coffee, which pours right into anxiety, but I'll drink coffee and then I'll realize it's like one o'clock in the afternoon. I haven't eaten anything yet. Right. But then I'm doing these workouts and it's like, you're not fueling your body with rest or nutrition and you're expecting all of these things from it. Right. So I just think that instead of falling into a habit of not eating because I'm anxious or reaching for something simple that has no like quality nutrients in it, I need to focus on eating throughout the day, even if I don't feel like it. Yeah. I just think when you think about your rut, and it doesn't even matter what you, like, what the cause of the rut is, because everyone obviously is, it's personal to them. But I think it is a matter of either you have to sit down and have a really honest conversation with yourself or someone that you trust and identify, like, what is the rut? And then what are, do you think, some potential triggers? What is causing that? And then my biggest thing, and I try to say this all the time to people, is if you don't know what's triggering this rut, then that's when you need to ask for, like, actual professional help. Because sometimes, like, there's been points in my life where I've gotten in a rut and I didn't know what it was because of. And that then I can't do work to get myself out of it. You know what I mean? So... And I think we're coming to a point in society where we need to, like, kind of slow down and not so much worry about what the perception is of needing help to get you out of a rut, but willing to identify. If you don't know the steps in order to get yourself out, then you're willing to take the step to at least get someone to help you get yourself out of the rut. Well, it's hard, too, because sometimes you don't even realize that you're going through it. Like... For me, I realize now that I've been going through these feelings for months. Right. But I didn't truly notice until I think I texted you, what, last week? Yeah. And I was just sitting on my couch, and I was looking around, and I realized there was this huge pile of laundry that I had washed but just threw on the couch and never folded. There was just toys laying around. There's a pile of dishes in the sink. Couldn't tell you the last time I had, like, wiped down the toilet in my bathroom and I was just thinking about all these things and I was like I want to get all these things done but I just like cannot do it right I just like am so overwhelmed I can't do it and if somebody walked into my house right now I would probably be highly embarrassed and that's when I was like wait this is happening because I am in a hard period of my life right I just haven't realized it so I started thinking back of the last few months like the last year and like hmm this has been happening like all year right where I I clean my entire house I get it all done I get my whole to-do list done but then a week later all of this stuff has piled back up and I've already lost control over all of it and I really I really truly think that at least for me my environment is a picture of what's going on in my head So I have no control over my environment when I have no control over my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And I think that that's the part when it's like so powerful that you can recognize that and hopefully someone listening, you know, walks away with this trying to either work on recognizing when they're stuck in a really hard period or when they need to reach out to somebody, but it's it's not easy and I one, it takes a lot of work to just recognize when you're in a hard time, but then the follow-up is the work and actually trying to get yourself out of it. And I think a lot of times we think like, okay, I'm going to get out of it by doing X or I'm going to figure this out and by the weekend. But sometimes it's not. It's this ongoing thing and you get to a point where you either kind of work through it or you kind of bring more people in to help you get through it. But I don't want anyone listening to think like, okay, I recognize that I'm in a hard time and now I'm going to get out of it because it's not that easy and it's going to take time and it's going to take work and you're going to fall back a lot and that's okay because every time you fall back, you kind of recognize what you need to do to go forward and you just keep putting in the work. Yeah, I think self inf- self-reflection is just really important to like as soon as you realize things are getting a little bit out of your control or your mindset is shifting or things are just becoming more difficult for you. Right. You know, just recognizing where you are and thinking about the, the small steps that you can take to move in a different direction. So for me, this time because like I said this happens kind of cyclically is that how you say it um but usually I just you know try to clean my whole house and then I feel better but then it comes back but this time I was like I'm not doing this again I can't keep doing this for years and expecting things to change so this time I was like I need to hold myself accountable and me and Kelsey always talk about how do you hold yourself accountable you tell someone Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to reach out to a few of my friends and just let them know what's going on because I can no longer just sit here with this in my head thinking that cleaning my house is going to make it all better and that's not. Right. So if you realize that you're struggling with something, I highly recommend reaching out to a friend or a couple of friends because the response that I got from my friends was so positive and so helpful And it just really can do wonders just getting it out there and letting other people know that you're having a hard time. Another thing that I like to try to do when I'm having a little bit of a difficult time in life is activities that I really enjoy and that I really love. Um, I know that this can be really difficult for people because a lot of times when you're dealing with mental health struggles, you don't want to do anything, even those things that you love. Right. But for example, for me, it's it's art that usually calms me or that I really love or reading. So even if I really don't want to do it, if I just pick up a book and start reading it, I usually just fall into it and then takes you away to a different world. Um, or art, just simply start by coloring something or drawing something. And it might just take your mind away for a little bit so that you can relax and really enjoy what you're doing it's always the thought of starting things that's harder than actually getting it done for sure yeah for me my one thing and this is so funny but my one thing that really kind of like 
I don't think it distracts me, but it kind of takes some pressure off me when I am feeling like I'm in a rut is I watch like, um, like bingy YouTube series. So like mm-hmm. I love clean with me's what I eat in yeah. a day's, um, any kind of clothing haul. And I just binge like a good, you know, like hour. And then I'm like, okay like it's mindless it doesn't require me to do any work and it's just kind of like all right and then my second favorite thing that I love to do is I love to go on like Pinterest I just like looking at pictures um and what I always go on Pinterest is like I always go to like the explore because it's um, a whole hodgepodge of things that I like to look at and I just keep going and going and going (laughs) and like I, a lot of times when I'm in a rut and I'm on Pinterest, I don't even pin anything, but it just makes my heart happy to see, like, all these really pretty pictures with, like, no yeah. words. Like, it's just images, and it's nothing too much to process or think about. So, I like anything that's the least demanding. Yeah. Simple, mindless. Yeah. Yeah. I've also been taking a lot of baths, which <sighs> have been really nice. Yes. Um, I always forget how wonderful a bath is until I take one (laughs) and then it all comes back I'm like oh this is what it's all about I love just like dimming the lights lighting a candle or some incense pouring in some bath salts and just laying in the scalding hot water (laughs) for real for real pro tip Walmart and Target have um like Epsom salt soaks yeah. Um, I forgot what the brand is, but if, I have it. It's um, Dr. Something. Dr. Yes. Teal. Okay. I have a lavender one. Okay, so the cannabis one. Life changing. Oh, yeah, Life changing. Like I could dump that whole thing right up in there and I literally just like <laughs> lay in the bath and I become so like pruney and wrinkly. But it's just like so good for the soul. Yeah. So good it for is. the soul. I've really been loving that. Okay, this is this is so like influencer, millennial, whatever, but drink your damn water. Like yes. hydrate. Yeah. Freaking drink water, okay? Yes. I feel you on that one because I <laughs> like the other I can't even remember what it was that like started me off on this whole thing, but the other day I was just like in a bad mood and I could like feel it getting progressively worse so I was like you know what I see a glass of water I'm dehydrated so I like got my little tumbler out filled it up laid in my bed literally like laid the tumbler on my chest so that the straw (laughs) could fit perfectly in my mouth and I did nothing but literally just sipped that water for a while And you know what? Scroll through my phone and just drink water. I got up feeling a lot better. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, as we keep going in this conversation, I feel like it just keeps coming back to, like, health and exactly what you said at the beginning of the conversation. Like, you need to treat yourself as if you were physically ill. Right. Like, take care of your body. Right. Because if you take a step back and you take care of your body, the the capsule that your being is living in, you're going to feel at least a little bit better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and it was interesting because I always have coffee. Like, every morning I have coffee. Mm-hmm. But I've been noticing some days my coffee, like, really makes my anxiety go through the roof. Yeah. Like, the other day I was like, wow, my heart's really racing. Like, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? I feel like I'm going to pass out. And then I was like, well, this is your third cup of coffee. So that makes a lot of sense, Kelsey. And so then the next day I was like, I'm not going to have coffee. And you know what? It was a world of difference just kind of like acknowledging that something was not doing well for me and being like, take a break. Because there's just so many things that I love. Like I love my morning coffee, but if it's not taking care of my body, then I I need a break. I hate to admit this, but I feel like it it may not even be the morning coffee that I really, truly love. I think that it's just the ritual. Yes, and I can't because, break it. It's yeah, so hard. Because ever since I have been going to the gym early in the morning, I have pre-workout before the gym. And then I come home and I, like, don't care if I have a coffee or not. Right. And then if I do make one, I might drink, like, a few sips of it. But I truly think that it was really just the ritual of waking up and having like, like a warm cup of something or like a cup of coffee. Yeah, that's like true. I don't know that it was really that, that you I enjoyed that. Coffee. Yeah, but it and it's hard to break rituals. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, but there's different things like you can replace it with like hot lemon water, which if you're going through a rut, maybe you should try that because it's good for the skin good for the soul it is yeah um but like hot like a hot herbal tea just not the green tea that you bought no no you will not get restful (laughs) sleep no trader draws moroccan mint green tea past noon because you'll not you'll never be okay i feel like that's why people have a really hard time breaking habits like smoking cigarettes or drinking coffee because it's the ritual yeah you know for sure. But if you just yeah. still do the ritual but replace it with something different, I totally feel where you're coming from with the anxiety because I, too, think that sometimes the, my coffee drinking contributes to the levels of anxiety that I feel. And if I if it's, like, a day that I wake up and I'm like, oh, I just don't want to do any of it. Like, I just don't want to be a person today. Yeah. I probably should not be drinking a cup of coffee on an empty stomach if I feel that way. Right. But like, here have we breakfast. Are. Have breakfast for the love of. Right. Like, honey, if you if you wake up and you feel like you don't want to be a human, you need to eat a nutritious, nutritious breakfast. You need to drink like 32 ounces of water and meditate. And get on with your bad <laughs> self. For real. But here, but here I am, like, walking through the house with my iced coffee and my sweats, like, moping around. Yeah. So There's a lot of like... it I self-inflict. Oh, Yeah. I thought about that the other day. Like, it's so ironic. So, you know how type A I am and time-obsessed I am, right? So, the other day, I was, like, really running late. And I was, like, having a meltdown over, like, the amount of time that I am behind on my morning schedule of, like, things I wanted to get done. But you bet your bottom dollar I got in the Starbucks drive through line. Like, if that isn't self-inflicting pain, I don't know what is. Because then, not only was I even more late, but then I had anxiety as I sipped at that cold brew without eating breakfast. Exactly. Like, why do you do this to yourself, girl? 
yeah check and then yourself I, I wonder why it spirals and it gets worse and worse and it's like I'm thinking about the things that I could do to like make myself feel better but I'm not doing them right I'm doing the opposite and then hoping that something magically happens and it's like that thing too where people say like if you get yourself ready when you're not feeling your best you'll automatically feel a little bit better yeah so like if you're not if I'm not feeling well when I wake up maybe I should try to like get dressed or something (laughs) but I don't know I I feel like I have a lot of ideas on how I can make myself feel a little bit better. I just need to implement them and just really try to take care of myself and take it a little bit easy on myself. Yeah. And keep reaching out. I think that is number one. Keep reaching out. Reach out on the days you feel great, the days you don't feel great, but just keep consistently communicating it because I think... The more we verbalize when things aren't going well or are going well, the more we come to a realization of, like, what is hindering us and what helps us. And then from there, we can make choices that are going to positively impact our life and remove stressors or triggers that kind of keep coming back. Yeah, I agree. For sure. Well, the one other thing that I, I wrote a list, of course, of the different things that I'm trying to do. Um, But the one other thing that I had on my list was get yourself outside. So if there's sun where you are, that's like added bonus because that vitamin D, like we were talking about before. But if not, I feel like just walking outside and taking a few deep breaths of fresh air can really turn a mood around or like go for a walk or maybe just sit on your front porch maybe have your coffee on the front porch or something I don't know but getting outside and just connecting with nature whether it's just fresh air or you're sitting like surrounded by trees I don't know but I think that that's something important that sometimes people overlook and it's so easy to just lay on the couch with a heating pad under a blanket you know watching Netflix but yeah maybe just challenge yourself if you're really struggling to make that one thing you do for yourself that's hard in your day to just step outside and take a few deep breaths yeah I I completely agree it's funny because there's um a girl I follow on Instagram her handle is um food fitness and faith but her name's Clara, and she is a registered dietitian, and she's been putting on her Instagram stories, like, when she gets home from work, no matter what time it is, she goes for a walk, because she said, like, she's at this point with, like, the minimal sunlight, and, you know, the still in a pandemic a year later, like, she needs fresh air she needs the sunlight whether it's not much but she goes for a walk every single time she gets home and the other day I got home and my dog just like looked like he needed to go outside I'm like do you want to go for a walk and I swear that walk turned my whole day around yeah really truly it's crazy I think that it's just like I said before just so overlooked how simplistic it is right but how beneficial it can truly be. Yep. And like when you're sitting like at your desk all day or whatever, like your breathing patterns are not what they are when you're like outside going for a walk. Like 
I don't know about you, but when I'm outside and I'm in fresh air, I feel like I like breathe deeper. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But it's also for me, like, I think a really good break in my day because like I said, I've been home since March. So I'm just in my house all day long. Right. So if I finish work at four and I go for a half hour walk, I come back home and it's like, oh, I got home from, you know, doing something different right. out and I was about. So it's not just like my entire day being in the house fading into one big bubble of a day. It's like, oh, work was here. I'm going outside and now I'm home. Right. Like so breaking up that schedule. Yeah. So just like being stuck at home, I think that it's that's a really good idea to just like go for a walk every day yeah. or just like I said before, just go sit outside for a few minutes, get some air. For sure. Well, hopefully everyone who's listening to this has at least one thing they're going to try. And (laughs) if you don't have anyone to reach out to when you're stuck in a rut, we're your girls because nobody should be going through a hard time alone. And Granted, Nicole and I may not have the answers to your rut, but we will find them and we will help you. So I just think it's important that you just keep supporting each other and being willing to admit when you're going through a hard time and then we'll navigate it and we figure it out. Yeah, I mean, when I reached out to you, you told me about like counseling services that could be available through an employer, which my employer offers and I had no idea about. So if I wouldn't have reached out to you, I wouldn't have figured out about these counseling services that are completely, completely free. Yeah. So that's another benefit of just speaking with somebody that you care about. You can find answers to your problems that maybe you didn't know about. Yeah. And I'm your girl when it comes to counseling because ain't nobody going to be paying a ridiculous amount of money to get the help they deserve. So I will find you deals when it comes to counseling because y'all should get the help you want and you shouldn't be going (laughs) broke trying to get it. And that's what I stand for. Well, I mean, even just reaching out, though, the, the one other thing is having a conversation, like FaceTime a friend. Yeah. Zoom chat your girlfriends, have coffee over Zoom, have a glass of wine over Zoom, like whatever it is that you do with your friends, you know, just having a conversation, even if it's not talking about all of your struggles, Mm -hmm. it can really help. Like these conversations that we have every week with each other, I always look forward to them because especially during this time, this is like one of my only social outlets. Mm -hmm. So even if you don't, if you don't feel ready to tell somebody about the things you're struggling with, or if you think that you're having mental health issues, just have conversations with the people that you love about other stuff. And you might feel better just being able to communicate and connect with other humans. Yeah, I totally agree. We always do um, in my classroom as a part of our like closing circle. So before they're allowed to leave me for the day, they always have to share a glow and a grow. So they tell me what's one thing that really went well for them today and what's one thing that they want to either improve on or that they really struggled with today that they're willing to face next time. And it's so crazy to me how, like, reflective 10-year-olds are, like, about their life. And it was so funny because the other day one of my students said, Miss Kiblin, what's your glow and your grow? 
And I was like, that's so funny. I make these kids do this every single day because I want them to build awareness of like how they're feeling and what work they want to put in and what Mm -hmm. they want to improve on. And I don't even do it for myself. Well, it's funny that you say that because the 100 essays, the change the way you think that we're reading. Yeah. I got um, mine. Yes, finally. Yeah. Well, I, the chapter I read this morning was, oh, I don't remember exactly what the title of the chapter was, but one of the passages had said to start a book that every single day you write down like two sentences reflecting on your day. Yeah. Um, because she had some said something along the lines of people always want to journal people always want to write but then they get overwhelmed with the thought that it has to be perfect it has to be paragraphs it has to be pages right but instead just write two sentences like you could start your journal and it could be two sentences yeah and I also heard that before in a movie but it or show and it was like the rose and the thorn so what was your rose what was your thorn okay I can't think of what it was though but I love that and I like would I feel like I want to do that with Addison. Oh my gosh. It has been, so we do a glow and a grow. And then when they come back to school on Mondays, we do bright spot. So what was your bright spot in your weekend? Like you just have to pick one thing because it's so easy to kind of perseverate on everything that didn't go your way or didn't work out or making you miserable. But when you identify just one bright spot, It's interesting, like, how it sparks conversation. So I had a student come in who was just, like, miserable. um, And they had every right to be miserable because of the weekend they had. And then I said, what was your bright spot? And it was so funny because their bright spot was someone they talked to on the bus on Friday. And then it, like, sparked this whole conversation in my classroom about, like, oh, I like when I could talk to my friend. And I and then I, all these kids were talking about something that this one child thought was really bright and really happy. And I'm like, here we go. Turn the day around. Like, you have the power to turn your day around. And that's what I always tell my students. Like, you are in charge of turning your own day around. I can't make you want to have a good day. But you can do work to have a good day. And glow and the grow seem to just really work for them. And we keep doing it. And in the morning we do color. Like what color are you feeling? And it's so interesting because like some kids they're red. And you're like oh you're angry. And they're like no red's my favorite color. I'm in a great mood. Mm-hmm. And you're like okay. So there's just so many ways to check in with yourself, check in with others. It's just really exciting to do those kinds of things. Okay, so I'm holding you accountable to this. When you make your students do this, you need to do yours and you need to put them all in one place. So I that do. You can, like look back at them. And while you're doing that with your students, I'm going to do that every day with Addison. Oh, it's going to be so and, good. Yeah, and then we'll be able to look back. And I thought... Wouldn't it be kind of fun if we posted this in our Instagram stories? Like every Sunday or something, we can post the bright spot and we can have our listeners share. Yes. And then just I love to hear people's bright spots. Absolutely. Yeah. And then maybe even like randomly throughout the weeks, we can do what's the glow and what's the grow or whatever. Yeah. I love it. Glow glow and grow. Yeah. What's glowing? What's growing? Yeah. We could. Totally do that. I would love to like share everybody's stories and yeah, I don't know, keep sure. everybody else accountable. It's empowering. We can all work, and work on it together for real. It's a journey, and we're on it, so we're doing it together. 
you gotta check in with me and make sure that I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna hold you so accountable. You know me. I know. Uh, I know. I love that about you. And I love that about you. Could you hold me accountable for all the things I need? <laughs> and I'm like, did you work out yet this week? You're like, 100 rides. I'm like, except I will admit today, I did not work out today. And I got home. And you know when you just feel off? Yeah. Like, you're like, I just need a moment. And I grabbed my dog because my new dog is just, like, the comfiest little thing. I literally, like, forced him to sit with me on the couch. And we literally just sat there and, like, kind of just chilled. And mm-hmm. then I felt really, my heart felt really full. So then I was like, okay, I can take on the rest of this day. Love that for you. So... Well, I feel like we can definitely go more into, like, obviously mental health and stuff. And Yeah. I feel like we could always do, like, an update on where we're at. But it's been really fun talking to you, of course, as always. Yes. And I love that you're always there for me. And I appreciate you because, you know, when I reach out, you're always there. Of course. And I appreciate you. Thanks for making my life a little brighter. Oh, I love you. I'm going to cry. Don't cry. I love you. We don't cry around here. We love it out. If you guys listening would be interested in sharing your bright spots, let us know and we can post post that in our stories and share all of the love and positivity and maybe help somebody who needs it. Absolutely. But, well, this has been fun. As always. It's time for us to get ready for our eight hours of sleep. I'm literally going to crash into my bed. I am going to refill my tumbler so that I'm nice and hydrated throughout the night. And I am going to go right to bed. I love that. All right. Well, I love you dearly. All right, sweet girl. I will talk to you next week. All right. Peace out. All right, friends, thank you for hanging out with us. We hope you had as much fun as we did. If you are loving what we're brewing, follow us over on Instagram at chitchat.coldbrew. All mentioned links will be in the episode show notes. Come chat with us in the comment section on Instagram. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the episode. As always, thank you for vibing with us.